Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. It's absolutely delightful to have you with us. My name is Marcus Speller. Luke Moore's here. I'm Pete Donaldson. Jim Campbell's not Pete Donaldson. I'm Marcus Speller. And Pete Donaldson is here. I'm riotously naked. Hello, everybody. We're all naked. Some more than others, though. Marcus, you genuinely yeah. turned up. To, you know, you know, we're going to start with this. Yep. You genuinely turned up to the office earlier with your top off. Prove it. In November, yep. no less. Yeah, it gave well, me. It gave me the Horncastle. <laughs> to be fair, though, his body hair is like a shirt. Isn't it? <laughs> it's oh, yeah. a hair shirt. Isn't a hair shirt. Yeah. Hair shirt yeah. I walked straight past security. They <laughs> <laughs> never noticed. <laughs> you look magnificent, uh, Marcus. I think you might have lost a bit of weight. Is that fair? Uh, it is very fair. Very very fair. Or have you had a bit of a trim? <laughs> he's, lost, he's lost a bit of weight but none of his pace yeah, we are. <laughs> I must say guys uh, uh, you know me and Jim aren't involved in, uh, on the continent but I did enjoy on the continent this week it had, every, it had everything it had the schadenfreude of James Horncastle losing out on a big chunk of change yeah Italy not um, we actually named we actually named the episode um, Italy hit Horncastle in the pocket <laughs> <laughs> like the the, 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 the pathos of uh, Daniel De Rossi's medal going oh. in, in the kit that was very uh, nice coffin, oh, yeah. uh, and a mention of Thomas Rowling and Kenny Pavey I mean what else do you need oh, yeah, sure. I did get a mention of Thomas Brolin in there give, and, it, uh, give it a listen at OTC pod on Twitter mm. um, or, or go and find it by searching on the continent wherever you get your podcasts I um, worry that uh, recent listeners don't even know who Kenny Pavey is well, they should, right, they should do. I mean he's, he's one of the two guests we've actually had on the show live yeah. And, yeah. Kenny Pavey who was the other Dean Windus Dean Windus and Kenny Pavey, of course, did play in central midfield for England against Brazil uh, the week, uh, <laughs> in the week. And so if you don't know who he is by now, yeah, there's yeah. no hope for you. Yeah, that is, that is poor. If England uh, drew Sweden in the, uh, in, 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 in the group stages Sorry, of the World Cup. when England drew yeah. Sweden. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true, that's true. Um, then, then Pavey would be the man, he'd be the go-to man. Yeah, pretty Trying much. to get you some work, Ken. <laughs> yeah. Just in case, just in case. Um, but of course, England did play a team in yellow. Mm. the other day mm. we were there Luke independently of each other let's mm. make that clear um, both paid for our tickets uh, which yep. is a disgrace to the corporates mm. um, but I, England... I, I went sorry Marcus I, yeah. went, I did pay for my ticket and I went with um, a friend of the Ramble Steve Grant Stevie G right. who is a Southampton fan so we're building bridges across the, uh, the Portsmouth <laughs> yeah. Southampton divide and which sowing, I then, the, sowing the seeds of love and the bridges I then burned by on all the social media posts I posted about it referring to him as, as fellow Portsmouth fan Steve mm. Grant <laughs> Nice. <laughs> At least you didn't call him a scummer. No, he wasn't yeah. happy with that. Rather but, than but, building bridges to those places, should we not maybe just put a wall around it? Yeah. To sort of brick mm. it up. Build a wall. Yeah. Build <laughs> a wall. <laughs> but yeah, but Pete, I was Pete's bought some of the land around one of the, yeah. the cities. So yeah. <laughs> humanity. I was at the game. You were at the game also. Yes. Um, I thought England did okay. And let, get it out of the way before Pete right, comes Well, let's in talk about the... Um, I, enjoyed, the I enjoyed both matches, both the Germany match and the Brazil match. I, I want thought. to talk about the Brazilian sort of carnival people coming in before the game. That the was carnival people? Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that. I must have been there. later. Yeah. yeah. 
This is, well, I well, assume well, it was bring it to life, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you seem <laughs> rather despondent about the whole thing. <laughs> you, you, had the touch old, you. you had the old Samabag cabinet come in with the dancers go around the pitch. And I was thinking to myself, they don't normally have this. Oh, yes, for Brazil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, we're trying to pretend we're always this cool. I think so. I think <laughs> this is Southgate, one of his initiatives. Yeah. We need young players and we need the Samba this people. Is, this isn't the remembrance. <laughs> <laughs> Observation. No, it's a bit inappropriate. <laughs> oh no, that was on Friday. Oh, fair enough. Okay. They did a bit of that as well. Yeah. We should. But the say. England band were right near where I was sat. So that was, oh. that was annoying. Sorry oh, to hear that, mate. And yeah. um, and Steve, um, who I went with, who goes to England home and away, and and spends an awful lot of money um, travelling to watch England. Uh, yeah, and good for him. Good on him for doing that. Mm-hmm. He was saying to me, now I don't know if it's. I mean, I've got no reason to suspect he was lying about it. But mm. He said the England man get paid. They get paid to go. The travel's paid for. The tickets are paid for. Everything. I mean, they're, they're sponsored, aren't they? Or certainly have so, been. So in it's the not past. a big. It's not hang a big a, outlay for them. Hang on a bit. How many instruments have you got, oh. Pete? You must have a few. Yeah, that's. We could. Yeah, we can make a little band, couldn't we? Yeah. He's got two pianos. We could England band. Well, we can't be any worse because it genuinely makes me not not want to watch this. This is different from you know doing a World Cup song as well. I think we should you know. Yeah. What I'm saying is, each one of us could just select an instrument, or even just something to hit. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about probably Pete for that. What is the worst? Uh, what is the worst England song? Though? <laughs> what is the worst England band song? I think it might be Self Preservation Society. It's yeah. off key. It's depressing. It pisses me the hell off. The, the Great Escape as well. Yeah, because it, that's so negative. That's isn't the same it? thing, isn't it? Is it not? No. They all sort of drone into one, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the England band are all right. Oh, shut Toss up. I think they're okay. That is too far of your England support. You can't be trusted. And you are looking for a front man. <laughs> <laughs> he does an amazing array of Oasis numbers. But so what? I think I'm probably less um, sort of virulent in my, in my dislike or distaste for the England band because I've grown up with, with John Westwood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the bugle. With the bugle. Weren't you pictured with John Westwood? I wasn't pictured with him, no. Oh, was Can, that a Pete Photoshop? I don't, think was, I've yeah. ever heard, I don't think I've ever heard John Westwood um, play a note. Is he good? Well, he plays a bugle badly. Right. Does, Can you play a bugle a bell, badly? Surely the bell could join the um, he, England he, band, and I mean that in a number of senses. The thing is, people will say the, the, the guy with the bell to refer to him, uh, and but the last couple of times I've been in his company, shall we say, the regular extended company, um, it was in his front room, and there was no, no, uh, <laughs> no um, he, was, he was playing a bugle, so right, I'll stop to you. But anyway, he's England, a bugle boy now. England against Brazil was yeah. a good game. Brazil are better than England. It we wasn't, accept it, that. it wasn't a good game in terms of entertainment. I thought it was okay. No, I thought I it started uh, slowly, but it was okay. Fans of Joe Gomez right. enjoyed it. Well, they yeah. were done. Yeah, he did he very well. Joseph Dave Gomez, which is his name, yeah. not David Dave. I like that. <laughs> that is good. That, that is lovely to see. But yeah, another defender who can slot into that back three. And uh, I mean, look, England have played the world champions and the World Cup favourites and not conceded and without a th- you know three biggest lose. goal threats as well. So that morally, that's like a three 0 win. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have a lot of chances. <laughs> well, maybe in the journey match more than Brazil, and we maybe near the end we we oh. carved out a couple, but. Mm. You're right. Yeah. When the ball dropped to Solanke, I appreciate he got stuck under his feet, but oh, if he'd have put that away. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, I think the, biggest, the biggest positive is, is the, the mentality, though, because um, Gareth Southgate was, was saying um, in the week, was between the two games, that um, he remembers the game in 2002 in, in Japan and Korea um, uh, when England played Brazil, and yeah. he said he could tell, like, when they saw the Brazil players, the squad was sort of in, in awe of, you know, yeah. like first Ronaldo half good, second and, half not so good. Yeah, very much so. And he, yeah. he, just, he just knew when they went 2 1 down, that was it. It's like they never really believed they win. So he's mm. trying to sort of, you know, change that mentality or sort of certainly make that different in this squad. And Tite said um, they were like ice, really cold. They never lost their minds. And that, that is exactly what we should be doing about now. Yeah, and I think, I think he's right. And I think that's a good point. And, and to me, it looked to me from where I was sat, 
very obviously England were working very hard on their shape. Yes. Their defensive um, shape. Which their, is so crucial. movement. Because you, you do have to understand, I think, that unless you are Brazil or Germany, where you can, or perhaps Spain, where you can legitimately argue that you are in that conversation to be the best team in the world, England aren't that, and they're not going to be that between now and the summer. Um, so they need to work out a way of making it very difficult for teams that are better than them. Because if it goes as we want it to go, we're going to mm. get into knockout football, and we need to find a way of beating these teams. Now, it may well be you do what you did against Brazil if you get drawn against them. And of course, Pete's right, I didn't, we didn't create much. But you, you are keeping yourself so solid and defending so well and just hoping you nick something. Absolutely. Mm. England, of course, England's record on penalties is the worst in the world of all the big nations, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so that's not really an option at I this think it's stage. the worst in the world full stop, I think. Yeah, it probably is. Well, unless maybe there's a side who have played one penalty shootout and lost it. But course. that's what they've got to do, isn't it, yeah. Mark? Because they've, 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 yeah. they've got to work like that and, and try. And that's why I think the, the point I made earlier in the week about picking defenders in those sorts of games who are used to defending for the whole game mm. might actually be more beneficial. Mm. Because it, with, with John Stones aside, who's this ball-playing centre-back who I think is really important, um, other than that, you don't want someone who's, just, who's used to floating around the game at the back, pushing up to the halfway line, watching the goals go in. Like You need someone yeah, who knows yeah, how yeah. to defend properly. you know. Absolutely um, right. So, and, and if you think of a, of a, of a player like um, Harry Maguire, you would hope under, um, under his current coach, uh, Puel at Leicester, they're going to spend an awful lot more time working on defending set pieces than maybe one or two other teams are. So it might stand us in good stead. And I was very encouraged by the performance. I don't accept that it was a boring game. I thought it started quite slowly. But to me, the shape was really interesting. The, the way they dealt with Brazil and Coutinho and, and, and Neymar and Firmino who came on and Fernandinho. All these mm. players are fantastic players. Yeah, Jesus as well. That was, yeah. And I think that was probably Brazil's strongest team. Yeah, oh, they've played a, a very, very strong side. And, and of course, Brazil can can step up a gear because we're not under any um, illusion that England are anywhere near the, the, the quality that they are. Mm. But um, but Neymar himself said afterwards, you know, they tried everything. Now, of course, if that's a World Cup game, then you would see a bit more intensity from Brazil and so on and so forth. But England were missing very crucial players as well. So uh, with regards to the, you know, the defensive chat, absolutely. But England didn't have their most sort of creative mm. or, mm. or better players going forward. And, and I think it is encouraging, you know, and, yeah. it's, and it's OK to, uh, to to get a bit of encouragement out right. of a performance like that. Well, it's it's okay to to you know want to enjoy a World Cup, you know, which <laughs> is I guess what we're boiling that down. But to. The, th- the point I'm making, I think, Jim, is that you're absolutely right. It's okay to get a bit of encouragement from that because I think mm. England would think in in years gone by and, and a few years gone by. Ah, oh, well, we didn't win the game, and ah, oh, we're challenging, and that is the the um, the sober nature of Gareth Southgate's approach. It's a case of right. We have to realise that we are not. Look at the Premier League for crying out loud. Look at the way some teams, you know, when. I, I, I don't know. Say, so look at okay, Sean Dyche and Burnley when they when they go away to a side or when they play a, you know a Manchester City or whoever it may be. I know they got beaten off Man City, but <clears throat> when they play a better side, they think well we can't just take the game to this lot. Yeah. Okay, Burnley not a great example, but you have to find a way of winning. And I think England have sort of said, right, well, we'll just go toe to toe with them and see, and then you just get outgunned. But well, the two the two things that need to happen one is exactly what happened against Brazil. They have to do that, and they have to hope they nick, nick a goal because that's the realistic. And that's possible. Yeah, of course it is. And that's a realistic way of approaching it. Um, the second thing they need to do against, against lesser teams, um, perhaps in the group stages. I mean, they could, England could, could draw Iceland. You know, mm-hmm. they could draw um, a, Not a, that again. A, an Australia, a Japan, someone like that. You need to play against them with a tempo. Yeah, of course. They, they, so they can, they can take the game to those sort of teams. And those sort of teams are going to do what we're doing to Brazil to us mm. and we then need to move the ball quick stretch him around play with a tempo if you can do two of those things neither of which are completely unattainable um, 
you can have a, a reasonably successful summer next summer. And what I mean by that is, you know, a quarter final or something like that. And mm-hmm. once you get to the quarter final, you don't know what's going to happen. That's what they absolutely have to do. Um, England are now sixteen to one with Bet Three Six Five to lift next year's World Cup. Oh, <laughs> ten pound will return one hundred and seventy pound, including stake. Get on that and sail it all the way home. <clears throat> all the way back to England. Uh, England will be in pot two for the draw on the 1st of December. So they will face a team from pot one. And the teams in pot one are Russia, Germany, Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, Belgium, Poland or France. But Spain are in pot two. Mm. Mm. And Spain always give us a hiding. So yes. we, could, we, could, we could, I mean, it's, it's funny when these pots come out. And I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited for the draw. It's, um, it's always a great The draw's great, brilliant. It's a great moment. I think that is oh, the best wonderful. bit of it. Oh, when being, is the draw? An, being an England fan. Yeah. <laughs> when is the draw? The 1st of December. Yay. Yeah. So we could get, I mean, feasibly, we could get Poland, Tunisia, and Panama. But we also could get Germany, Denmark, and Serbia or Nigeria or something. It would yeah, yeah, be yeah. a difficult yeah, of course, one. Of course. Um, There's a lot of combinations at this moment. Because there was a group, we were talking on, on the continent earlier in the week about um, Christian Eriksen and Denmark. Mm, mm. Did you see the group? You'll probably remember this, Marcus, because you've got a good memory for this sort of stuff. Uh, maybe one of you will, anyway. The group that Denmark had in Euro 2012 was absolutely ridiculous. In Euro 2012, were they with the Dutch? I'll tell you, hang on a second. No, they weren't with the Dutch. They were. Yeah, they were with the Dutch. Germany. It and was, Portugal. It was, yeah, it was an unbelievable yeah. group. That's Germany, right. Portugal and the Netherlands. And Germany one, and Portugal went through. And, and Denmark um, ended up coming, um, I think they came third in their group behind Germany and Portugal, as you say. Yeah. But I mean, imagine that. I mean, I know the Euros <laughs> is generally quite a much higher standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, still, it, was, it was there anyway, but that is an unbelievable yeah. group. Well, I mean, you know, broadly speaking, there is a group of death and it, does, it just dampens your expectations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well England, had it in two, kicked, England had it in 2002 with Argentina, Nigeria and Sweden because it was yeah. quite a strong Swedish side and yeah. a strong Nigerian side and England finished second and I think yeah. Sweden topped the group yeah mm. you okay, never right. know you so never can know go, can, yeah because and, and, and because it's such a rarefied atmosphere and such a short term thing yeah. you lose your first game or whatever you almost I mean I don't know how, how the mass will work out but if you lose your first game which is eminently possible because it's the first game in the World Cup yeah. you can say goodbye to come on top of the group I'm, I'm more worried about the order of the games rather than the actual who's in our group because like, chances are we'll play um, just a to Russia do with your schedule. <laughs> no, yeah. like when we when we drew nil nil against Russia, and then the pressure was on. Oh, it was one all. I can't one all, one all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. It, then the pressure's on. You're like, oh, you want you want a you lovely want easy one. Yeah, you want a lovely easy one. Well, to start or, with. or you want a hard one that you really go all guns out, all guns blazing. I don't I, just like in 2014 when England were beaten by Italy <laughs> and it worked out okay. <laughs> <laughs> Neither side it yeah. worked out okay for exactly. My goodness. Yeah, well, England are there, of course, and Australia are there. They've qualified. With the worst ever hat trick. <laughs> oh, I honestly think, like, shake your money maker. Some sort of special dispensation there that means if your hat trick is like that, you don't get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I suppose he has to put him in the net, but like a, a deflected free kick and then two pens. Yeah, but it, I saw, like, <laughs> Australia went through with a, with a Yedinak hat trick. What? Yeah, and then yeah. I watched it and was like, actually, this makes perfect yeah. sense. <laughs> this is all this could have been. Got to do what you've got to do, Jim. Of course. Right. Well, taken, it's taken them a long I mean, Australia, you've got to understand, it's almost similar to the South America thing. It takes yeah. a long time to qualify. Yeah. It's a well, long old road. Well, they've not given themselves the best of chances because they've had to play two playoff games, of course, but 22 matches in nearly two and a half years to qualify. Yeah. 
and they've, they've, they've earned a lot. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> they've a lot they, of air miles there. Right, they've earned it, and a lot of their European-based players, of course, have been all around the globe. But they're there, and they were worthy winners, of course, uh, against Honduras. So, so well done to them. Peru, they've gone through. New Zealand did not, and we suspected yeah. this, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, it didn't help much. that uh, that there was a big uh, group of Peruvians setting off fireworks outside the New Zealand hotel at three in the morning. Have you seen the video? The video footage. It looks like it's the Vietnam War. <laughs> it's amazing because the fireworks are, are hitting the hotel. Like, yeah. It's not. It's not like they're nearby. You've, you've got to have a decoy. Fair yeah. to say, the Peruvian police turning a blind eye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, you know, you know, this isn't the only thing they did. They it was also, the um, They got some local shamans to put a curse on the New Zealand. Team. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, on the morning of the match, when uh, when um, New Zealand team arrived, um, there were basically like three like fighter jets. Um, like flew over, um, flew over. I think uh, the team's hotel, which had "Vamos Peru" written on the underside of the wings. Man. So, like the military having a dig. I mean, <laughs> you, it's serious, isn't it? I mean, they yeah. go really fast. Would you even see that? It's hardly arson out, is it? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, true. Or at least have arson on one of the planes and then yeah, yeah they've got that the wrong. One. What was that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> yeah, they need the old uh, the old two seater chucking over top. Is this the first time Peru have qualified since 1982? Uh, I think it is, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Which is an amazing achievement for them. Because mm. it'd be, I don't, I literally never remember having seen them in the World Cup because no. I wouldn't have done. So yeah. it'd be great to see um, to see what they come up with. I yeah, think well, well, presumably a two-one win against England. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they'll um, they'll bring more to the World Cup than than New Zealand would 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 have, with all respect to them. Out of order. Yeah. Well, no, you're saying respect. It doesn't mean. It, well, but I've said it now. <laughs> yeah, so that, that covers me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if uh, any of the hobbits kick off. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> But yeah, they, they look, they, you know, they look at an entertaining team. They've got a player called Christian Quaver who plays for um, Sao Paulo, who looks a real, real handful, and he was he was involved in both of the goals. And, is, uh, he a, is he a, is he a Rory Fallon though? Is he a, is he Rory Fallon? Well, he, well, no, he's not. <laughs> Hence, he'll be at the World Cup. Yeah. Um, but Jefferson Farfan scored the goal. We spoke yeah. about him. And did you see he cried and he uh, he held up um, Paulo Guerrero's shirt as well? It was all very, all very emotional. It was, it was sort of Neymar esque, wasn't it, when the Brazilians yeah. did that ahead of their uh, <laughs> and that went well. Their unsuccessful semi final appearance. Mm. I'm pleased for Peru's be there. I, I, I like. I've got an affinity with New Zealand as well I'd like to have seen them there but they, not they, be Solano come on he's not going to be there he'll be on the he'll be in the staff the backroom staff <laughs> the trumpet yeah. he's, he's, the, the he's the Peruvian band yeah, he, he's, he's, the back, he's in the backroom staff oh good okay on the Peru national mm. side so, uh, Ricardo Gareca their coach I'm, I'm calling it now he's, he's going to be fun he looks really? very very 80s he, may, he might be a sort of bit of a half we might go yeah <laughs> everyone will be talking about the coach like the Mexican coach from last time will he look as name. good as Harvey Renard imagine he takes his top off imagine if they have a standoff yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be brilliant. I'm all for that. I think we've started talking about Harvard more since I found a, 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 a sort of framed picture of Harvard underneath my sofa and I brought it into Ramble HQ. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, got, it's got love hearts. It's I got love hearts from it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Megan being topless uh, earlier was a, was a was a nod to big Harvard. Yeah. yeah. A, a, a Harvard. <laughs> um, uh, but our Argentines, being South American size, they were beaten 4 2 in a friendly by Nigeria. Nigeria looking uh, not too shabby at all. But the big story, of course, here is that Diego Maradona thinks that current manager Jorge Sampaoli should go and that Diego himself should replace him. In what world is that the big story? <laughs> in in your the ramble world. world. In, in the world of Diego Corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I miss it. Um, Diego posted on social media a list of Argentina managers with their win percentages. Diego's 75% win ratio was the best. <laughs> Even though they struggled to qualify. Yeah, it was that, that wonderful win against <laughs> Peru, and then I think they beat Uruguay 1-0 after. But then they were humbled by Germany, as were England, of course, at the same World Cup. But he ended the post by saying, I want to return. Mm. His, his, his win record is actually 73%. Was it, it 73%? Yeah. Really? Because um, yeah, so I, I think he might have doctored that. That's incredible. Hey, <laughs> hey Kane, shoot across the goal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
If you want more goals, I mean that was a week before his uh, his. Where's he? Where's UAE? You know, um, yeah, he's like, working yeah, in uh... over there somewhere. Do you want to know um, what his other win percentages records are in Argentina? <laughs> Go on, eight percent and eighteen <laughs> percent. What do you mean? As in, as in, wait, he's, he, 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 managed he managed in clubs at But what I like about like Diego, like he's he's only just started the season with his. Um, Actual team, and now he's like, I want to go a World Cup. Yeah, I yeah. want a manager. I want a World he's Cup. Almost like, he's almost like a Donald Trump type character. <laughs> oh, he, he can't stop talking. So, actually, yeah. Yeah. very whimsical, emotionally led, does what he wants. But he, I mean, if he gets to Russia, he'll have a payday, won't he? Like, yeah. there'll be enough. Uh, he'll, have a day oh, he'll be there. He'll be there. Don't you worry about <laughs> yeah, that. He'll absolutely. be sitting next to Big Vlad. <laughs> well, opening game. Currently, um, Argentina are eight to one with Bet three six five to win next year's World Cup. Uh, £10 will return £90 including the stake I don't know how that's going to change if Maradona gets the job <laughs> yeah. I think it's unlikely to happen anyway Yeah. well they, they were 2-0 up and lost 4-2 to Nigeria they were underwhelming again so well, Mark has maybe identified something that perhaps other people are speaking about I don't know that, that they seem to be light in midfield mm. You, mm. You, look at, you look at the I know it doesn't really necessarily pay to look at that type of stuff but you look at the recognisable names in that midfield in that squad. It's Ava Benega, mm-hmm. one or two other. Mascherano, who plays at the back anyway. Plays at the back. Di Maria, who's like a forward when yeah. he plays. And, they'll and they'll probably it, play right? with three up front, and I would imagine. Well, will Di Maria play on the wing? Perhaps not. They would be probably wise to play him in a midfield position. But do we think Nigeria might be uh, dark horses then? They could well be. I think they're a decent side. Alex, mm. why have we got two? Yeah, you got a brace. They're yeah. a pot four side. Yeah, show too. I, I, would, I would think teams would want to avoid Nigeria. Yeah. Pot four, and they've got some great players. Mm. You know. Mm. That's a worry, that, isn't it? Does Yakubu fancy it? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, the, but the, 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 the pots are done on FIFA rankings, right? But with Russia instilled at the top because they're hosts. So if yeah. you're a host, you become pot one. Um, yeah, so that, you, that's why Spain are in pot two. You'd ideally, you'd ideally like to be, um, to be getting Russia. Probably. Yeah, yeah, Russia, maybe Poland, maybe even Portugal. But Peru are 10th in the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, Nigeria are pop four because they're 41st in the world. And, and it's partly to do with this manipulation of the friendly system. Where that's you play right, certain right. friendlies to get certain ranking points. And Italy have fallen massively foul of that by not performing at all in friendlies, getting hit hard for ranking points. Yeah. And then they got drawn with Spain in their qualification group. It's only so, going to get worse now as well. Yeah, quite, exactly. There we are. And now it's going to get a lot better because it's time for correspondence with PT. I think so. PD! Hello to uh, <laughs> Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Um, uh, he ends the email by saying, Warshawler Hall of Fame. So that's how that one got through. Um, <laughs> hi, guys. The referee for the Blackpool versus Portsmouth game was unluckily... Did you say this? Unluckily Absolutely. named... Uh, the, the name of the referee who was going to be referee. Oh, was it Ben match. Toner? Ben Toner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Blackpool! <laughs> yeah. The week after Blackpool yeah. had won their court case over the old owners. Fantastic. Yeah. And the EFL swiftly chose the referee to John Moss. It's Not it. as much fun. It took me uh, ages to get that because I was thinking, what, some sort of like printer based thing? He's like, yeah. it's toner. Printing no, out doing... a contract with. No, 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 no. But yeah, fantastic. Thank you for that, Jonathan. Um, hello to um, Cam. Come on, you all whites. Uh, referring uh, to. Out uh, of date now. Out of date now. Uh, New Zealand had a flag referendum in 2016 to see oh, if yeah. there was a public desire to change said flag. Prior to the referendum, the, the public were asked to submit designs to the possible new flag, which went about as well as you would think. One of the designs, affectionately, affectionately dubbed Laser Kiwi, attached, uh, was uh, basically a, a kiwi with lasers coming out of its eyes. And at the, cool. um, <laughs> at the first leg of the uh, Peru um, playoff, um, somebody made a massive flag of a kiwi firing a laser out of its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and the Peruvians just couldn't understand what the hell was going on. It's basically like the whole um, Boaty McBoatface type thing. Don't yeah. put that stuff to internet public debate. Well, I think, it was ruined. it um, Ferry McFerryface was made quite recently? I think that might have either New Zealand or Australia, they had a public vote and they went for McF- F- McFerry McFerryface or something. Ferry McFerryface. Right. And they actually put 
Ferry McFerry face on the on the on the ship. So the, the boating McBoatface thing. They they can be trusted. Well, the boating McBoatface thing was that not changed? They obviously said, "Oh yeah, very funny." Ha ha. Mm. We're not doing that. But then mm. they then they I think they named a, a one of the submarines submersible boating McBoatface. Yeah, instead. Yeah. I'm not having that though. You either do it or you don't. Speaking of the, the sort of laser stuff, it reminds me of something you sent us on the WhatsApp group, Peter. Pre-order mm. now your team robot. The Newcastle United Team Robot. What I is this about? I didn't send this. No, no it's, it's, you sent this. Around, I can't remember. Someone sent it. Yeah, and and, and I, I was hoping people would know about it because it's robots and Newcastle. So I know, and Sports Direct. If you don't know about this, retire. <laughs> <laughs> Delete your account. As I said at the time, I don't know what it is, but my bank has automatically um, <laughs> direct debited, yeah. direct debited <laughs> money out of my account for it. So there we go. Well, listen, I, more, I think more, more news as we get it. It looks like some kind of like international kind of possibly European robot football tournament that Newcastle mm. United are involved in, or just basically you can buy a cheap uh, Sports Direct um, robot that's got Newcastle United branded um, on it. Speaking Probably of, that. have you seen that the US are saying that there might organise a big tournament to be happening to happen in the US at the same time as the World Cup with teams <laughs> that haven't qualified. <laughs> is this oh, direct from the president's office? <laughs> it's tragic. It is tragic that. Don't yeah. do that. Is, could, that, could, is that actually uh, a thing? Let's talk of it. Yeah. Oh, be good teams. It would be a good tournament though, wouldn't it? Would it? What? Oh, would Why is, be? You're automatically attracted to a tournament for losers. Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Chile. Chile, Netherlands, Italy. 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 US. Yeah. Scotland. New- Rory Fallon's New Zealand. Huge. Scotland, yeah. Huge oh. if true. They probably failed to qualify for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else have we got, PD? Uh, Nick Abel-Smith, finally, for now, I have to report on a new law for Watchers of England football. I hope it wasn't you guys. Uh, I went to Wembley on Tuesday, and uh, particularly it was uh, attritional fair. Uh, board fans assembled paper planes. I don't like this paper planes nonsense. We had the yeah, ultimate hit, that, yeah. hit a plate. It was a Peruvian guy, it wasn't was, it? Yeah, it was, yeah, I saw it. Peruvian yeah, guy in the end. Um, yeah, what I wasn't expecting was that the extremely high concentration of planes coming down from uh, near me was due to the book a few seats down, proudly handing out paper from a pad he had bought, uh, especially oh, for the occasion. Poor. I was wondering where the paper was coming from. I went to my first sort of cricket, sort of cricket match. I went to my first cricket match last year, and it just seems to be. I understand that people get drunk, but it just seems to be people showing off. Really unimaginative people in costumes running around and saying, look at me, everyone. Everyone going, hey, and nobody really watching the cricket. How's your, Ed- how, how's your Edward Scissorhands outfit? <laughs> <laughs> you see the headlines now. Donaldson slams cricket. That's going to say, it seems like the perfect sporting just, arena for I, you. I just think yeah. it's... I, I like drinking, but I, I, just, I don't... <laughs> And I like the, you peac- like, the peacocking from boring people. You like, I know I'll, I like a costume, yeah. but when costumes are now. allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Not having it. No Pete, having it. Pete at thefootballramble.com. No, show at thefootballramble.com if you want to get involved with the show, if you want to give me a going for gold. Uh, I do have quite a few now. Thank you very much for everyone who uh, got involved. Pete at thefootballramble.com. There we are. We're going to talk about the Premier League, ladies and gentlemen. After. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This. I never felt this bad ever. <laughs> Time to look get... ahead to the Premier League, everybody. Oh. It never gets boring. It gets me every time, that. <laughs> You don't, you don't expect it, do you? Right. That's the thing. Um, of course, Tim Sherwood's former club Spurs are kicking off against Arsenal 
at Arsenal in the Premier League this weekend. Mm. It gets the weekend off to a flyer gym. First does. North London derby of the season. Spurs will be favourites, although Wenger says they're not underdogs, as in Arsenal. Yeah. Um, well, I think, uh, <laughs> See how that one pans out. <laughs> yeah. well, indeed. Well, I mean, Arsenal are long, on their longest um, um, non-winning streak against Spurs in the Premier League. Six games now. Um, so, I, I don't think Arsenal at home will go in as underdogs because um, Pochettino, every time he's played at the Emirates, it's been a draw. So, um who knows, though? I mean, Spurs are very clearly the better team at the moment, so it's, um, <laughs> I think that's the point to worry. Kane, Ali and Winks are conveniently expected to be fit. Mm. Weird, that, isn't it? Treasonous. <laughs> yeah. Treasonous yeah. melts. They should be banned. Uh, How can you be called Harry, sick filth? Harry, Billy, Weeks and not, and not Winks and not want to play for England? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, Maybe I, he was busy, I don't know, in an RAF fighter jet or something. Yeah, I mean, that, it's reasonable. We talked about this before the international break, and it, I read that, and Southgate was very sort of vociferous saying that no, they are injured. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if they're going to be fit for the North Island derby. That's not my problem, but I they are injured. I don't trust a man who wears a, uh, a customised um, suit. <laughs> customised. A customised bespoke suit that's clearly supplied to him by England because they're rich. Yeah. Um, and he wears bloody um, a belt. A belt. Well, there are different. You shouldn't. You shouldn't even have but belt Pete, hooks. Do you consider him dressing well, up for the occasion then? Or dreadful. What I was going to say was Very the, the belt hooks thing is um, is the interesting angle here because if a suit <laughs> if a suit trouser yeah. is provided with belt loops, you are supposed to wear a belt with it. But if he's got a proper custom bespoke suit, he shouldn't have belt he loops at all. He shouldn't have belt loops at all. Exactly. I mean, you can have it's a conundrum. Fit, they should have tighteners. There. You can have a little um, yeah. kind of um, those little things that. That's what I got my suit tighteners at the side. Yeah, you just better Yeah. Yeah, I don't need them. <laughs> a lot of suits do have the old belt loops, though. They do, but they're yeah, off the yeah, rack. Off the rack. Now. Oh, off I see what you mean. See what you mean. Sorry, yeah. um, Christian Eriksen. He's the crucial man, isn't he? Mm. After that hat trick against Ireland, he's a bespoke attacking midfielder. <laughs> so you could design one from scratch. Some of those goals, like in yeah, off the was... bar, was it the third one where he lashed it into the top corner? I yeah, can't remember and, but it, it was a real amazing sort of acceleration over a short distance. And yeah, pile drive with real precision. Did, oh. did he not get? Um, did he not get given the sort of comedy own goal that was scored as well? Oh, really? No, I don't think he did, but I, I mean, maybe because it hit the post, come out, hit the defender and went in. I'm but that, sure. that was him as well, wasn't it? So he always got a like three and a half mm. goals. <laughs> was it a better hat-trick than... Yeah, yeah no, yes. 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 Jury's out. I just, we haven't touched on Ireland, and I, I do feel sorry for them, but I have to say, you know, again, with the World Cup, like, you do want the real box office big players, and in Nicholas Benton and Denmark have that. And, um, <laughs> it was lovely to see him scoring. Out. <laughs> <laughs> lovely to see him getting but a he's, goal. He's had a great season. 5-1, even Benton has scored. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I thought you were talking about David Myler. <laughs> is Bentner still on Arsenal's books? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, get him off the bench, maybe. Uh, Jan Vertonghen has declared himself fit for the match, uh, which, is a, which is a plus for Spurs, of course. So all their players seem to be coming back. Well, not all of them. They've still got a few injuries. But they, yeah. like, they could have a strong side, you would Yeah, think. oh, absolutely. They'll have a strong time. I think the full-backs battle is going to be really interesting here because yeah. Klasenac and Hector Bellerin have been, uh, have been great this season. And Klasenac is obviously a tank in this yeah. first, uh, first game against Spurs. So uh, it'd be, be good to see how that pans out. Um, I, I just I really want to see Lacazette in this game because there's this bizarre situation Arsenal seem to be getting into where um, he doesn't play in, in, in the bigger games and he, as we've touched on and he's scored a couple of goals for France um, the second of which was magnificent he's, he's scored yeah. a brace against Germany dummy. Yeah. What, more yeah. do, what more does he need to do if, if, if he's not picked against Spurs <laughs> I mean, that's absolutely on ridiculous yeah exactly what's Especially, going on and Giroud has a slight knock he yeah. may well be Danny fit. Welbeck's back so um, maybe maybe he'll get a go. I don't know, but um, yeah, Lacazette, does, as we said, he's the most likely to get you a goal out of a half chance. Does Wenger really want the France job? Is that why he kind of favours Giroud over Lacazette? Because obviously that occasionally happens in the French. Yeah, maybe. It's so bizarre. Maybe that's it. Wenger did say, didn't he, that he hinted that he'd like to manage at a World Cup one day. Yes. And, 
you know, fancies uh, international management, but he, he's not doing that right now. No, he needs to focus not. on the task at hand, yeah. Yeah. Um, which he's been uh, focusing well, on for quite a while. The draw in the North London derby is currently 5-2, to two, so £10 with Bet365 will return £35, mm. including stakes. A fascinating game, this. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a great way to kick off the weekend. Mm. Absolutely right. And Pedicek reckons uh, Spurs need to win a trophy to show the progression they've made. Under everyone Pochettino. says that. Every, know, every Arsenal player says that now. No, but no, it's true, isn't it? If they're going to consider themselves to be a sort of top-level elite club, but they have progressed. Winning stuff. Oh, absolutely, they've progressed. But, it's, but, it's but about that's other the people. next. <laughs> but that's the them. next. Um, there there, phase, there, there will come a phase in. Uh, will come a stage in this whole project. Obviously, they're moving to the new stadium and being a regular Champions League club and all the rest of it. There will come a stage at some point where they need to win something. Yeah, and no one, I don't think anyone thinks that you know Pochettino is able to go away and do whatever he wants for as long as he wants, and that'll be fine. Mm. At some point, they have to make a decision, won't they? I, I don't think that's that's come just yet, but. Um, but yeah, at some point they need to win. So I mean, I just think that's the sort of thing that, that Arsenal players will be asked to say ahead of a fucking North London yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the Can press you spice it up, yeah. please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, an FA Cup counts as well. That's what they'll say. And what about this uh, coming out of um, the Arsenal Cup? Real Betis have reportedly shown interest in signing Jack Wilshere, with Wilshere apparently interested as well. Although Wenger wants him to stay. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be a great move for Wilshere, would it not? Yeah, I think so. He needs a new challenge, clearly. Go out to Spain, have a lovely holiday. Southern Spain this time of year. <laughs> Is he the type of guy who's going to want to go overseas? I don't yeah. well, Apparently he's interested in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think Jack Wilshere has to do something if he wants to get in the England squad for, for the World Cup, which I think he probably won't if we're still even having this conversation now. Um, but it'd be an interesting move for him. Again, though, it's, you're right. It's like, you know, who knows if he has the mentality to sort of but succeed it, in that environment. But it's, but it's like um, our venerable uh, England goalkeeper. Like, you can go there, but you stay there for one season. Go, right, I've done my time. Yeah. I've yeah. become a sexier Quiet. proposition. Well, it's yeah. a bit of a different thing, though, because Wilshire wouldn't be alone, would it? It would be a permanent Ooh. move at this point. And Joel Campbell's already there on loan. Exactly. Bezzies. Um, but I read a transfer. This is fantastic. Linking uh, it's, it's it's in some of the big publications. Linking Marouane Fellaini to Arsenal. Yes, yeah, I thought one. of all the players, like the most un-Arsenal, un-Arsenal. And, and, he's, and he's not um, he's not signing a new contract with United, is he? Mm. So he's right. free to go in the summer. Is that right? Or he can mm-hmm. negotiate with a new club in January. And there was the, the, the most credible um, report I read was that he was going to Turkey. I've not I've not seen mm. the Arsenal one. I don't. I, I replacing would be Sanchez with Fellaini. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a thing that might happen, worryingly. Yeah. <laughs> it would be such a different style uh, for Arsenal to bring yeah. in a player like that. So to be a... fair, though, it's not like they couldn't use it. Yeah, but I think with <laughs> Fellaini, he'll always be used, as you say. Mourinho likes him, and other managers have used him quite effectively. I was quite surprised that he wouldn't stay around at Manchester United, unless, of course, he wants to play regularly yeah, every week. Exactly. That, that would be the only Which thing. Which it's not unreasonable, is it? No. I mean, how was Fellaini? I mean, sort of late 20s, isn't he? He's probably in the prime of his career. He'll want to be playing regularly now. Yeah, how old was Fellaini? He's 29. 29. There we are, you see. So, so fair enough. Um, let's move on then to, uh, to Everton. They will be keeping on David Unsworth for now at least. This is because uh, Watford have reportedly turned down Everton mm. um, uh, approaching Marco Silva and Sam Allardyce has ruled himself out of the running. He said that the club's indecision put him off and he didn't feel wanted enough. Good, good sign for Unsworth, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, seemed, it seems like a lifetime ago now they had that comeback win against Watford, Everton. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be exceptionally harsh to move him on after that. Yeah, quite. Uh, but they've made a role for their own back with that sort of stuff, haven't they, Everton? Because like, they say, oh yeah, we're going to judge you on this game and then on this game. And, it's yeah. like, well, and no one else wants it, so you get some more games. I'm thinking Gareth Southgate, England job share. That would be a couple of jobs nobody wants. But that three-two game was an astonishing, um, astonishing game as far as you know. Watford obviously went two up, and then their their keeper had to be subbed off. Gomez, who's been been decent enough, and and 
the new keeper came on and mm. it was it looked a little bit all over the place and, and Everton just smelled blood and went, were able to do something that maybe we thought was completely beyond them, certainly this season mm. with David Unsworth as manager. So, I mean, it's not surprising that, that he's still in the job and, and it's not surprising that um, Watford don't want to lose Marco Silva. I, I heard that they made a decent amount of money offered for for Watford mm-hmm. uh, for, for Silva. I think eight, eight or nine million or something to, to take him. But he's lot. got he's got no clause in his contract or anything. Which is clever, it? yeah. Yeah. So. so yeah, Watford said they won't let him go at any price. Yeah, I mean Everyone's that's got that's their fair price. <laughs> but it's it's funny this coming back to to Watford, isn't it? Given how disposable their managers have been in the past. But I just feel like Everton just don't seem to have a plan, do they? Because they're looking at people from like Sean Dyche and then Diego Simeone. Apparently, they're like the they're like the parents on my su- yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're like the parents on my Super Sweet Sixteen trying to book this megastar and they don't know who any of them are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's, there's because, no cohesion. Because there. what's your plan if you're if you're going after? We talked about this with Palace. If the, if your if your last two in the shortlist was Frank De Boer and Roy Hodgson, well, what what are you trying to achieve? Mm. It's the same with Everton. If you're going after Allardyce, you're essentially saying we want a sol- bit of solidity for the next eighteen mm. months. Um, well, it was and just a it. season they offered, wasn't it? Which to right. me says, come and keep us up. Yeah, again, yeah, exactly. And um, but if you go after Silver, it's completely different. Simeone, I think, was a red herring, and they yeah. were just like, yeah, we quite like him. It was like, everyone, everyone likes him. Yeah, yeah. Ancelotti so, as well. Yeah, they're just chucking names out there. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah. That's Mashiri just piping up. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are, well, there we are. You see, um, Everton are up against Palace at Selhurst Park. Um, so I mean, a chance for both sides, really. I mean, Palace need the points. They're only on four. I mean, I know they've had a better time of it under Hodgson, but they've still only got four points. It's early days, of course, but um, six points from safety, and, and they want to narrow that gap. West Ham are away to Watford. Uh, West Brom have Chelsea. Swansea away to Burnley. So, I mean, you know, it could be a chance for Palace to gain on the other teams mm. around them. But they, they need something. And, and I, th- it, I think Palace have got to look at this game as, yeah. as, as highly winnable. Absolutely. Mm. Inexperienced manager, been up and down with results. Sadly for Everton, that huge comeback win, maybe the sting's been taken out of that because of the international breaks yeah. and the momentum might have gone. I'm really interested Palace to see look at that. how uh, Ruben lost his cheek does oh, yeah. with a with sort of spotlight being a bit more on him. But he went off injured for England. So oh, right. I don't and know if he'll be, be available. He, he went off with a... Um, it, it looked like he got some sort of knock and he tried yeah, to run off and he couldn't. Him, right. So he might be fine, but there's, there's a chance that he won't be available. Which is a good point because um, now everyone knows who he is. Mm. You know, now he's not just a Chelsea, Chelsea loanee and a prospect. Right. Everyone now knows who he is because he plays so well. But have they forgotten about Andros Townsend? Well, listen, as, as the famous Dr. Dre song asks, <laughs> have they indeed? But yeah, Watford do play West Ham at home on, uh, on Sunday and you'd fancy Watford there. Um, they're twenty-one to twenty with Bet Three Six Five to win that one. Um, so ten pound will return twenty pound fifty, including stake. But some good games this weekend. There good is. to have the Premier League back. It's very good to have the Premier League back. So, what is our best bet with Bet Three Six Five, Luke? Well, we've got a new man in the hot seat, as 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 detailed uh, earlier in the week, and it's Ross Hunter. Ross and he game. says, uh, "Good afternoon, all. I would like to suggest a bet for the North London Derby at the weekend, if I may." Tottenham won and scored a penalty in both league games last season. Mm. Um, or was it not one or one of the games? But they definitely got a penalty in, in both games. Uh, and with Arsenal's defence arguably worse than last season, his words, not mind you, yeah. uh, I think there's a fair chance there could be a penalty again. At 6-1, to one, I think Tottenham to score a penalty represents good value and will hopefully, hopefully raise some good money for a good cause. Uh, enjoy your weekend, Ross Hunter. Now, as Ross says... This is six to one with Bet three six five, and so should it come to pass, it'll return three hundred and fifty pound, including stake. 
with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age, uh, the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to gamblerware.co.uk. That's Tottenham to score a penalty at 6-1 to one against Arsenal this weekend. I think it's a lovely bet, that. Good luck, Ross. Very mm. creative, Peter. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen the likes of that one yet. No. It's, it's one you can watch through to the end. Yeah. Because mm. if, if, if you went for a Spurs win and then they're 3-0 down at half-time, it's like the, the bet's over. Yeah. Um, but, um, I but, would be fine with that. Yeah, I'm sure you would, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Charity oh. or not. Well, we are looking ahead uh, to the North London derby, but let's look ahead to the weekend with our listeners, Luke. Um, before I do that, Marcus, Ooh. Leatherhead Ooh. are playing Billericay in the FA Cup tonight. Oh, yeah, they are. They, they, they drew one all in the... In the, the this is, is the replay. The replay. Are you yeah. taking, going straight there? Probably. Taking your boots? Taking yeah. Your boots. No, no, I don't know about that. I don't want to disrespect the lads. <laughs> you look like Zlatan. I'll take my back, come back in the squad because they qualify. <laughs> It'll be a boost for them to see you in the stands, though, won't it? I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. waiting for the third round. I'll play, I'll play cup games. <laughs> Um, what have we got? We've got, obviously, as you can imagine, we've got lots of Mila Jedinak-related messages, mm. uh, but perhaps they are best summed up by Stephen Mudge, who says, uh, this weekend I'm going to ask Mila Jedinak to marry me. Nice. <laughs> um, can George, always ask the question. Um, George Hicks says, um, I'm looking forward to the return of the Premier League, um, but meanwhile, did you see that Lucas Moura and Marquinhos mm. both became fathers this week, almost exactly nine months after P- PSG beat Barcelona 4-0 in the Champions League? <laughs> <Cup. laughs> <laughs> Uh, seems it was a fantastic night in more ways than one. Um, this, this is a man who's who, essentially whose name I've included. The, the next two I've included them just because of their names. Right. First up, Lackland Town. Wow, which is a place, not a yeah. name. It's, 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 it's a yeah. lower league club. Yeah, yeah, he plays in the Southern Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> he says David Moyes putting in a lacklustre performance where he says that the boys tried hard but we were just outplayed after a boring one 0 loss to Watford. Um, next guy up. Peterson Hands. <laughs> Peter Saint Hands with a, with a D. Peterson Hands. Oh. Was he in? Yeah. Does he work with Sven Goran Eriksson? Yeah. Well, listen, Marcus. It's, it's very, very nicely <laughs> themed along those lines because he gets included for saying punching my ticket on the Marcus Speller Expressway to Russia <laughs> <laughs> with a severe case of cup fever because the Aussies are in. Oh yeah. And I wonder if it's too early to talk about Mila Yednak's Ballon d'Or chances. Well, <laughs> well let me tell you something. Um, and I know you didn't mention him, but I have, and, and we'll mention him again. There is talk of um, post. Uh, what was his name? Posteglu. Uh, forgive mm. me for uh, getting that wrong. The Australian manager, mm. the Aussie manager. Uh, he may sign a new contract. He may not, and so on and so forth. If that position is available, you need someone yeah. with a bit of World Cup experience yeah. who can who can just take over a team. And next up is David Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is that somebody tweeted uh, from the Rambler account. It wasn't me, so I can confirm that moment. Oh, yeah. uh, it was saying something like "Oi, oi, Australia," and somebody replied saying. That's very 1980s. I was thinking, you've just ratified gay marriage, mate. <laughs> like, have a word with yourself. It was Marcus, and he tweeted, Marcus. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Oh, right, that okay, was yeah. you, wasn't it? It might have. Yeah. Very, <laughs> it very Jim, 80s. It was Jim or me. No, they still do that, the Aussies. They still chant that. <laughs> All right, they. Yeah, they. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go at you. I'm not saying we, because I'm, I'm not going to go at Australia. I'm not one of them. I'm only just sorting, out, <laughs> sorting their shit out. Stop trying to show how woke you are by denigrating a country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marcus, can you do any Australian impressions? Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. Paul Horgan. <laughs> Pete does a good Aussie go on Pete no oh he nearly <laughs> thought about doing David that. Samuel yes please he's heard his name he's waiting for his entry to be, uh, to be ratified <laughs> he says um, I'm going to Old Trafford this weekend if I'm lucky I might bump into PD because Newcastle ah, are going yes, are you going to be are. there Donny I'm not going to be there but I'm going to be watching it on the TV well that means he won't see you no. <laughs> you might see him 
I might see um, him in the crowd. He wouldn't. said Starstruck wouldn't even come close. They do say you shouldn't meet your heroes, no. and Pete very much falls into that bracket, yeah. I would say. Definitely not in your case. Anyway, thanks everyone for getting in touch. I normally take these uh, looking ahead to the weekend post off the Facebook, which is forward slash football ramble. Uh, but you can follow us on all the other social medias as well mm. uh, for, by basically forward slash football ramble. Uh, Instagram is the football ramble. That's the one, people. That is the one. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Gentlemen, it's been a ruddy pleasure. Been mm. a pleasure, hasn't it? Yeah, shame we say goodbye to international football, but of course we say hello to the Premier League, and that's something we can all look forward to. And in a couple of weeks, it'll be the draw. Yes, Peter, yes. yes. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Luke. Goodbye, Peter. See ya. Yeah.